We talking about practice. This is the hottest sports show that's not a sports show. Let's have a conversation. Conversation. What up, world? Welcome to Talking About Practice, a sports show that's not just a sports show, but where we sit down and have conversations with compelling people. I'm your host, the Almighty Murs, and we're back. I actually pivoted the entire show, so now it will be featuring guests. And for episode one, season one, I have somebody here very special to me, uh, my best friend. We've, we've known each other for 20 plus years. Uh, he's a father, he's a brother, entrepreneur, owner of Block 16, uh, Kansas City Chiefs super fan, uh, streetwear aficionado, my man, Gustavo, a.k.a. Goose Nunez. Let's make some noise, guys. My man, thank you, thank you. That's a hell of an intro. Yes, sir. How you feeling, bro? <laughs> I'm feeling good. That's good, feeling man. I got to make sure, you know, I, I give you your flowers, bro, because you never know when, yeah. like, it might be over tomorrow. You know no, what I'm saying? No, for real. And I appreciate that. And, yeah, yeah, I'm a big firm believer of that, too. Yeah. Um, To give your friends their flowers while they're still here. Exactly. And and something that I've noticed we've been doing a lot, like, the last several years is saying, I love you. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially, like, it's usually for men. It's, like, weird, right? It's like, weird. Yeah. It makes know. people feel weird. Yeah. I still feel a little weird saying it, but I'd say it either way, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Which is good because, like, we need more of that type of, mm -hmm. like, affection towards our friends, man. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, especially for men. Like, we don't really get, like, we're not supposed to to be soft, right? Yeah. We're not supposed to feel those words coming from other men, you yeah. know? But we need to start doing it. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? It's big. It's big for uh, for men to uh, express themselves like that and, and show that... Um, affection in a way i guess yeah because yeah. i mean we do it for women all the time right you know what i'm saying yeah and it's so, normal it's yeah. normal yeah so but yeah man like um you know how you been dog i've been good man um yeah in a in a bit of a transitional uh time in my life nice um in between jobs right now i'm no longer with uh zappos for the people that know that about me yeah. um i was a big part of my life i was there for almost 12 years wow so been that uh, long, huh? Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, definitely came up from the bottom in that spot in that uh, that job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elaborate on that because I know you started when when we talk about bottom, we're talking about like yeah, the bottom, the bottom. Like the I started off in the facilities team, um, which to give you guys a a description of my job, I was a a bistro worker. Um, so. They had a cafeteria in the Zappos headquarters that I, yeah. um, in a way, managed and helped uh, clean and just serve food to people. Yeah. All the employees is pretty much where they hung, hung out and eat, ate, ate their lunch, lunches and stuff. Yeah. So um, started off working there um, for a year, kind of just getting my feet wet with the company and uh, figuring out my place in it, I guess. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and I just started learning about like what Zappos even was. I didn't even know really yeah. what they did. I know it was an online retailer, but back then, I mean, I didn't really I didn't really look into like that type of stuff and yeah. like what how it operated and any of that. Yeah. Um so for me, uh getting into facilities cuz most 
most people that get into Zappos was through the call center, like like for yourself. Yeah, I started at the call center. Yeah. Yep. So um, so a lot of people start through the call center. My my path was a little different. It went through the bistro, and then uh, shortly after, uh, they opened up a cafe. Yeah, in, I remember that in the Zappos uh, campus. And then I transferred over to the cafe and I started making coffees for people. And I was like a barista there. Hell yeah. Which was uh, another like skill set I had to learn. And like, you know, more people I met, I met people through uh, in merchandising and marketing and finance, like everybody gets coffee. So all walks of life go through there. Yeah. And um, that's how I, that's how I, uh, I learned about merchandising and what that was and uh, I met um, one particular person. Uh, I'll even name drop. Uh, his name was Galen Hardy. He's the one that kind of got me oh, into. Oh yeah, I remember Galen. Yeah, he's the one that got me into uh, merch and got me a internship with the North Face buyer at the time. Yeah. Um, which North Face is a really big brand for Zappos, um, and he and that was the only brand that he managed, and I I was just assisting him um, for for six months or those six month internship and. Yeah, I just took that and ran with it. And and you were there for 12 years. <laughs> yeah. You became like an assistant buyer um and then became a buyer. Uh I don't want to I don't know what the exact titles, but then you ended up transferring over to like uh streetwear. And yeah. I think they opened up like a streetwear division called Zen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, before before I became an actual like buyer, I was assistant buyer for a little while. Yeah. And um I I was buying all kinds of categories. I was buying women's swim for one point. Um, they gave me the streetwear category for a little bit, and I got to manage, uh, I'd say, like seven to eight brands at the time, and I brought on some new brands. Yeah. Huff, um, brands like that, Crooks and Castles back in the day when it was big. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I just uh, I took that and, and kind of ran with it, and then, and then they did open up a, a streetwear uh, division called Zen. Um and they ended up opening up a brick and mortar in LA. Yeah, um, that I helped um, buy for. Uh, there was three buyers uh, at in that uh, team, um, and yeah, that was a that was a journey in itself. Um, opening up, it was like another startup within yeah, a startup. Hundred percent. And yeah. I, I just remember because we used to we used to live together. Um, you know, we had a couple apartments in in the city, and we used to live together. Mm-hmm. And I remember we used to come home, and you'd show me your Excel sheet spreadsheets. Yeah. And it'd be in the red. Yeah, and like, yeah. You gotta yeah. take over this portfolio. Yeah. And then like two months later, you're like, "Yo, Merce, come. Let me show you something." Yeah. And he'd be in the green. So when I'm when I'm saying streetwear aficionado, I'm really like, I really really should just be fashion because you yeah. also were buying like for women's like mm-hmm. bit, like a swimwear too, right? Yep, swimwear like just like maxi dresses and yeah. cover ups and shit like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I could never like <laughs> I have so much trouble like shopping for my girl when it comes to like clothes because there's so many different styles mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know what she likes so I ended up so I end up just buying stuff that I think I would like and then just yeah. you know you know what I'm saying yeah and that's usually the biggest mistake buyers buyers make is like just buying what you like yeah because <laughs> it might not sell yeah exactly yeah. and and you want to you want to get a good pulse on on what the customer wants and yeah. what that like demographic is looking for exactly man mm-hmm. so that's dope man it, it, it's dope that you're doing that um I know they had to like shut down the the, the streetwear division. It did yeah, and now you're kind of just like I don't want to say floating, but you're like tapping into your actual like projects that you want to do. For sure, yeah. Because yeah. for the longest while I was there, I couldn't really 
um, I couldn't really pursue my side stuff. Yeah. Because of like just legal legal reasons. Like, right. So the contract that I signed to be in merch, I can't, anything that I, that I would produce um, myself, they technically owned. So yeah. I couldn't really. And we don't want them owning that shit. Not at all. So yeah. I couldn't put anything out. And, I, and even though I did, I did it like on the low. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't want to put it out like, you know, full fledged. So now that I can, I'm definitely doing that. Yeah, hundred percent, and yeah. that's and that's super dope, man. Yeah. Um, so good luck on your journey. I know, I know. Um, and we'll we'll talk about it more. I kind of want to get into uh, just like how life's been, man. I know, like you you have you're a father. Yep. Uh, you know, you you have a son, and you have one on the way. So, yep. kind of tell me what it's like the transition from being like pretty much. I don't want to say like a single man, but a a, a man without a kid yeah. to having a kid, and then like. Cause yeah. I, like your journey's been crazy, man. And man, bro. So, shouts out to Lou for for, for sure. Cause he's he's such a dope kid. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, being a dad, uh, transitioning to a dad from from where I was before, it's such a big change. Cause I like, you know, I, I'm used to just you know coming home from work and just dipping out and like you know just being out. Yeah. And and now I like you can't really do that. You're I'm so. I'm such in a routine that I, I, you know, it's hard to break from that. Yeah. And it's not good to, because it's so, it's, you know, for toddlers, it's just, they're all about routine. So, um, what's your, what's your routine with, with Lucci? Man, every, every day is, is, is pretty much the same. You know, we wake up at the same time around seven thirty, eight o'clock, the latest, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he has his little breakfast. We read, we read a book or do something, you know, some kind of activity yeah. in the morning um then he'll play for a little bit we'll get ready for for school he goes to school two days a week okay um and then yeah and then if he comes back from school like you know it's like clockwork every every hour of the day is is accounted for right and and you just got to keep them busy because their their minds are just so they're all over the place yeah and they're just soaking everything up um so yeah so when he comes back from school you know it's again it's like another activity while i'm cooking dinner and then dinner time then bath time and then play a little bit and then a little maybe a little tv before dinner yeah and then it's you know back to back yeah. to bed and then all over again the next day yeah and for the people how old is is Luchi? he's three he turns four august 8th august 8th yeah. man for sure and yeah. he's such a uh and you know just kind of put it out there i'm his godfather yep, yep. you know what i'm saying so shouts to goose and nina for allowing me to take on that role yep. which i i'm not the best at it to be honest with you i got to <laughs> come out i got to come see lou a little more uh you know but um i know he's been tapping into athletics yeah. recently like yeah, he just yeah. started doing soccer like what was that experience he, he like he just for you? finished up soccer actually and yeah. um it was a little bit of a struggle at first, uh, yeah. just to kind of get him out there and kind of built that uh, competitiveness in him. You know, yeah. um, that was that was a little bit uh, of a struggle. But once he got the hang of it, he started going out there and um, really kind of giving it his all. He had a couple like little hiccups here and there, but overall, it was a it was a pretty good experience. I think it's good to just kind of get him, um, get him going with like you know something with a team sport and yeah. just you know something that's like you know on a schedule he has games on saturdays yeah. and like we gotta bring snacks and like it's just there's a lot of stuff to look forward to uh with with kids soccer yeah i can't wait till i have like a kid and man we're tapping into like the sports and stuff i like can't that. wait to have a kid either man. yeah <laughs> like like my girl we've been talking about it like what what would be like our favorite thing or my favorite thing 
when you know when we have a kid and the first thing I thought of was like going to watch them play sports or do their hobby whether it's yeah. like arts or creative or mm-hmm. athletics like that's a big it's being a supporter you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah, so being there yeah exactly so, yeah and that's like like to me that was a what I've what I found uh, kind of difficult um, when I was going to his games and his practices is kind of just letting them go, you know, yeah. not not being so like, oh, do this, do that, or like try harder, or do like kind of just let them have fun, you know. Yeah, that's where I had to learn this this season uh, with the first season because I, I I get a little competitive myself and I'm like, I know you can run faster than that. Right, like, right. Like, I've seen him. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, sometimes <laughs> I'll be chasing him. And he's exactly. like, gone, bro. <laughs> you know, and I've seen him like, you know, he. He's uh he's competitive in in like in the individual nature because exactly. almost, almost like he'll love to fight because I know when I'm at the house he's already trying to fight yeah. me or like we're playing with a ball and he's like I'm gonna take it from you you know what I mean so exactly I think he's probably would do well in some I mean he should try everything mm-hmm. I think kids should uh, venture out and try as much things as they can while they're as young as much as they can yeah yeah and see what they like see what they excel in mm-hmm. and then from there you nurture that right yeah. So uh, I, I can't wait to to see more of that from Lucci. Um, just to just to show y'all how much of a godfather I am. I only came to one practice, <laughs> but you know I was I was gone for almost every weekend during yeah. the season, and then I actually took Goose with me for the last game. Last so I game, apologize, yep. but we were in Miami celebrating my graduation and partying. He was he was cooking. <laughs> my man was my man's a cook man. man like, I was cooking the whole the yeah, whole weekend. I know you cook for the family. Like I every do. time you text us, like. Pictures of food that you made. So yep. Lucci and Nina, man, they're lucky, bro, because yeah, they, they get Every, food. Uh, at, at least five days a week, man, I'm cooking. Yeah. Yeah. That's fire, bro. Yeah, man. And I really pay attention to, like, the ingredients I use, the yeah. like where it's coming from, the stuff that I'm putting in the food, because yeah. that stuff's so major, man. Like, um, like we just, like, me and Nina were talking the other, other day. Like, we, um, we're big on, like, eliminating everything that's, like, has like red 40 that blue 20 mm, that yellow shit like yellow 20 shit the like shit i love the shit that's banned in other countries that's yeah. allowed in this country yeah that's the stuff you shouldn't be ingesting yeah. so um we we cut that out of all of our diet yeah. and not just for for y'all but for for your son as exactly, well you know exactly and that's the main reason yeah yeah you know Lucci eats very good and he enjoys the the food that he eats yeah. like i i don't think i've ever seen him eat like McDonald's. He's or, had it one time on accident. Yeah, and I think I've actually came over for lunch and I uh, we brought over uh, like chicken and fries. And I remember I gave Lucci a fry and he just really, didn't really look too interested in it. Not yeah. even the chicken. Yeah, bro. It's yeah. it's crazy. Um, it, it, it's really b- it's based on what the parents do. You know? Yeah, 100%. Like you set the standard, you know? Yeah. If you're giving your kid McDonald's and Burger King every day, that's what they're going to want. Yeah. You know? But if you give them healthy food every day, that they're not gonna know any any other thing. That's true. So that's true. I grew up. All I knew was McDonald's. I mean, for me, McDonald's is like <laughs> Disneyland. Like <laughs> no, true. Like because we, I remember my mom's when she first introduced me to McDonald's. It was so fire to me, and I loved it. Oh, good. It, it, she had to turn it into like, yo, you have to be good for a whole week. And maybe we yeah. can get you a happy meal on Friday. Yeah, it's like maybe. you gotta earn it. Yeah, you gotta earn that shit. So. Yeah. But man, now I'm like the McDonald's connoisseur, bro. Like I cannot. Actually, I haven't had McDonald's no, a in a long time. Yeah, it's been a like, several months. I think the last time I had it was in February during like uh, uh, with like uh, the it was during Lent. It was Friday, mm. and uh, I needed to grab something real quick. I was like 
running around and I just got like a fish fillet. A fish fillet, dog. That fish fillet. But besides <laughs> that, I haven't had, like, I haven't touched the meal that I get yeah. in like since the new year. That's good, man. So I'm trying to keep it going, but yeah. every time I see them golden arches, bro, my man. blood starts fucking turning yellow. Bro, there's something in, in that shit that's just like <laughs> addicting, you know? It is, man. This shit got cracking it, bro. Um, but shit, like you got another one coming on the way, another right? One. Another yeah. boy, another baby boy. Uh, Marcelo um, coming Fire. soon, the next three weeks. That's crazy. How, yeah. how you feel, man? You ready? Yeah, man, as ready as I can be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I'm trying not to get too excited. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, also not to get too worried. Right. So just kind of taking it day by day. And then, yeah, when he comes, it's it's game time. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting, man. I know yeah. Lucci is going to be so excited to yeah. have a brother. I don't think he realizes what that means yet. A little bit. Like, I know he knows he yeah. has a brother in the stomach, but I think once yeah. Marcelo was born, mm -hmm. I think that's when it's going to hit him. Like, oh, shit, it's like another human. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, he uh, he was kind of uh, touching Nina's belly, and, like, he yeah. kicked. And, like, the reaction that he got from feeling a kick was, yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, what was, what, how did he react? He's just like, he's like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's that was, so that was, fire, like, it was though, a kick, man. you know, like. Yeah. It was just cool. It was like a genuine like surprise. Like, yeah. oh shit, that's super fire, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you to have another another kid on the way. Um, you know, just because I know you're like a great father. You, you know, and we were talking earlier before that uh, we got into the studio that no matter what, like we're gonna give our kids a privileged life. Oh, like yeah. they're gonna live well, right? Yeah, yeah. And if but, we got it, they got it. Right, yeah. but like. We didn't really come up like that usually, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you didn't come up like that for mm -hmm. sure, man. Like, I don't know if you want to get get into that, but I know you're, uh, for those people that don't know, uh, Goose is, is uh, Mexican. He's Hispanic, and uh, he wasn't born in, in the States like I was. Like I was, I wasn't born in the States either. Mm -hmm. So we're both immigrants, essentially. Mm -hmm. Do you want to you wanna get into, like, your come up, like how you grew up and stuff like that? Yeah, Um See, where do I start? Uh, I know it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, I was born in born in Delicias, Chihuahua. That's where I was born. Um, moved to the States illegally when I was two years old. Fire. Yeah, my mom told me the story about how they smuggled me into the country, actually. Um, <sighs> they, you know, like in, in, in like vans, how they have that compartment mm -hmm. that that like the door kind of, or the floor opens up. Okay. And yeah. You can, you can like stuff things down there. Yeah. Like the I, bang bus. Joint. I was in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the bang bus. I was under yeah. the floor in the bang bus. Yeah. That's how I came into the country. And, um, that's wild, man. Yeah. And, and for some odd reason we settled in Kansas city. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing now that I'm, you know, older, I, I realized that the reason why my family settled there was because of, of it's a big factory city. Like there's so many oh, factories shit. there. Okay. And they obviously, you know, let immigrants work in there and not all of them have papers. So it was just like a, a safe city for immigrants to oh, wow. migrate to and work and work on the low. Right. Um, and that's kind of what my mom and her family was doing. My uncles and my aunts, uh, they're all working in factories out yeah. there. Uh, this, this one specific factory called Dixon. I remember this because uh, my mom would always come home. Mm -hmm. smelling like onions and like oh, lettuce shit. and like shit because they it was a company a factory that produced the the produce for like like the mcdonald's of the world and burger king oh, wow. and like shit like that all packaged up so that's what yeah and the processed vegetables exactly holy yeah. shit so, so my mom was kind of like the the line worker for that factory yeah. 
Um, so that's how we came into the country. And then, uh, yeah, I never, I never went back until literally like this last November. Oh, yeah, you went for the Chiefs game, uh, right? No, 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 to, back to Mexico. Oh, back to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, that's right, when we went. Yeah, that was the last time I've, I've been since I've been born there. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you'd been there before. Mm-mm. Damn. Yeah. Okay, well, shouts to Noel for having a wedding in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that brought me back to the, the homeland. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> Man, um, I don't know if you want, want to get into this, but I think it's a great story. Um, like, I know Lucci is blessed to have both his mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but for your case growing up, it probably wasn't the same for Lucci. Yeah, for me, my my childhood was, was very different. Uh, I, I grew up... Um, Raised by my mom and my grandma for mm. a while, yeah. Until like I was, I was around five ish, and then that's when uh, my my mom ended up remarrying um, to to another man, um, my brother's my brother's dad. Okay, and um, yeah, and then he, you know, at first it was cool. He was cool, you know. Right. He was uh, he was like you know just chill, fun happy um and then when my brother was born uh things kind of changed like the dynamic kind of changed in our family and he became very um uh for lack of better terms like just abusive just like you know physically mentally all that right to all of us it's not a good dude the whole family just not a whole not a good dude at all yeah and to the whole family that's kind of how he was and um so living in that environment uh, growing up till I, w- I was around probably 13, mm. 14 when I moved out here in Vegas. Yeah. And that's kind of when it's like stopped and they, they separated. But yeah, for that, for that amount of time, I was living under a very uh, stressful Conditions. condition. Like, just, wow. Yeah. Just not wanting to go home after school. Um, you know, just always stressed about what the next day is going to bring. Yeah. And not feeling comfortable in my own home, um, and that's how I grew up. And like, and I, I'm so glad that I'm not, I'm not giving that to my my son. You know, yeah. that's that's the change that I'm trying to make, the cycle yeah. that I'm trying to break. You know, uh, moving forward because I don't. That's just you know, no no kid should live like like that. Definitely not, man. Let's yeah. fucking drink to that, bro. Yeah, man. Let's drink to that. We gotta actually, we gotta load yours up in a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here guzzling my. My man is enjoying it, actually. I kind of want to stay on the topic, but uh, I like to I like to ask my guests uh, what they want to drink for the evening. And Goose decided that we're gonna drink La Gritona. La Gritona. It's uh, reposado tequila from Jalisco, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna let you take the take the wheel on this if you want to explain to them because yeah. the story about this bottle right here is pretty amazing. And I'll yes. pour you up. So the um. So the story behind this tequila, it's a it's a uh, women operated company. Uh, all women uh, created created this tequila from Jalisco, and I, I think they said that there's no like additives or anything anything crazy in it. It's all just pure agave uh, aged in barrels for like eight months or something like that. Right. Um. Each glass each glass is like handmade uh like miles from where they make the tequila so everything is really really homegrown from wherever they're at really cool story 
Yeah, and, I seen that picture you sent me of uh, mm -hmm. all the like women. All the women is it? They just hire women to work. Yeah, yeah, that's it's just so like a, fire. The women operated, you know, business. It's really cool. And I guess you're the one that told me that Jalisco, Jalisco is actually where tequila was originated, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I believe that Jalisco is where tequila. Uh, where they where they where they created it, where they found out how to create it from the yeah, agave plant. Dope. There's a, some limes in here in the uh, the pug cup. If you want to add more limes to your yeah, your drink, good, smooth, smooth. It is actually a really good drink. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, it's 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 really good actually. I can see yeah. why you've been drinking. Like I'm already kind of yeah, no, good right now. Yeah, it gets you buzzed. And and what's nice about the soda and lime is just like no calories really. Hundred percent. You know. And then we also no got we also got a beer. We got um Oh yeah. Husqueña. I don't know how to say it, but it's uh cerveza from uh Mexico, I believe. Husqueña. Yeah, I saw this at Total Wine when I picked up the bottle. I like to try some different shit every time. You know what I mean? Did you want to try it? Yeah, you got a little here, here, let me get it here. Get a cold one, man. All right. We're gonna use that. That's gonna be the the uh get that. Put this Damn. here. Sucks I gotta use this Niners uh opener, but it's all good. It's all good. Actually, if you see Hamburglar over there, you can use that coaster. You just take it from underneath him. If not, actually, you don't even matter. I'll clean I'll the table. Just, I'll, just keep right I'll, keep, I'll clean the table. But I wanna um I wanna jump back into your upbringing. So I know like your stepfather wasn't the greatest man towards you and your family. Yeah. Um what about your what about your real father? Your birth uh, father. So my real father, um I've only seen him a handful of times in my life. Yeah. Um, the last time being in junior year of high school. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a, a relationship with him outside of just like him randomly reaching out through my mom and like right. setting things up. Like I saw him once in fourth grade and then once in like 11th grade and and then that was it. That was, yeah. was kind of it. And then he would write me on like, he would find me on Facebook and shit like that. And he would write me and I would just kind of ignore his messages. I just didn't feel like talking to him. Right. Um. Until recently, I actually like reached out to him and like, wrote him this long thing about how I was feeling about stuff. And now that I have a kid, like everything resurfaces when you have a kid, you're yeah. just like, fuck. Like you start thinking about your childhood and how you came up and like what you missed out on and what you didn't, you know, what kind of feelings you had back then. So all that stuff kind of resurfaces. So I was, I reached out to him and I kind of put that out into the world to him. And, um, it turns out that his, his daughter that he had, Mm -hmm. uh, with someone else reached out to me and was oh, like shit. yeah and she's like half sister yeah my half sister so okay. she was like and she's a singer and which was oh, pretty dope. cool yeah and um she reached out and told me uh, unfortunately that he's in jail so mm. like so that you know that's why he's not writing back and stuff like that so um yeah so my relationship with him is just really there's nothing there yeah. um and i don't know if there ever will be to be right. honest um but, you know, we'll see. I just think, like, uh, I, I in, in a way, I kind of did my part just putting it out there. And we'll see if, if he gets out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, you want to talk about how he got in there or you want to keep that off here? Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that keep off. Keep that off here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep that little, just know, man, he gets down. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, I'll just say that it's, you know. For the safety of everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, for the safety of everybody involved. Uh, 
he did things in Mexico and got caught in Texas. That's the only thing that. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's dope, man. Um, and it's it, what I really like about your upbringing and seeing how you take care of your your son and soon to be sons. Uh, it's completely different, and I feel like someone like you. Usually, when people are uh, go through like an abusive upbringing, they become an abuser themselves. Yeah. You know, and you're just complete opposite. Because yeah. I, I, I remember you telling me some of the stories of, of what was done to you and all those mm-hmm. things and and uh, what you had to go through. And it's like, like you said, no child should have to go through that. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I couldn't even uh, fathom like doing that type of stuff to my yeah. kid. It's just like, I look at him and I'm like, how? Yeah, like, like how, how are we going to do this, man? How do you do this to someone yeah. like this? Small, you know, like, yeah, and this cute, you know. So, I, I really don't understand how that, you know, those dudes did that, you know, to to anyone or anybody that does that. How they do that is beyond me. Like, I don't know how they tap into that evil. Yeah, hundred um, percent, man. But it's it's terrible, and I feel like, um, yeah, my part as a father is like, is changing that. Like, if it's done to me, why would I pass that on? You know, that yeah. doesn't make it doesn't make zero sense to me. Right. No, so, and I and I operate very logically in life, yeah. so that's just not logical. To yeah, me. it's just wrong. It's wrong. It's just wrong. There's, there's no way. There's no good. Yeah. Uh, doing for somebody. Well, on, on a on a on a silver pl- on a silver lining tip, it it actually helped you become exactly. who you are. In a way, yeah. yeah. In a way, it did. And what I, what I also kind of look into is like, it's not even just like the the abuse part, but like mm-hmm. just the overall vibes of the house. You yeah. know, like. If when you when 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 he was upset, it's like the whole house was, can feel it, you yeah. know. So it's just like that that you got to try to check too. Yeah, got to check yourself on how well, the kind of vibes you bring into the, the your space. Hundred percent, especially where you live. Um, and no kid should feel like they don't want to come home. Like that's just like yeah. a terrible feeling. That is. That's where would you go after school? So I I would I would lie. I would just be like you know I'm I'm. I'm doing things at school, like coming up with like, you know, after school activities. Right. And, but really I was just go to my friend's house and That's he crazy. lived right down the street from, from us. So I would, I would be able to keep an eye on our, on our house. Mm-hmm. And once I saw that my mom was home, all right, now, then that's when I'll go home, you know? Right. Cause when my mom was around, he didn't do shit, yeah. you know? So he didn't want to mess that up. He didn't want to mess that <laughs> up. So, I mean, he was smart, um, in a way. I don't know. He, he, he it, 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 it just sucks to hear those types of things happen to people because like, uh, you know, you're so innocent when you're a child, Yeah, you know, and, and like you said earlier, like some kids don't, you know, whatever you put in front of them, that's all they know. Yeah. And it's almost like he put so much negative in front of you for, for a kid. You might think if this is life, yeah. I hate it. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've had some really dark thoughts yeah. Uh, as a kid yeah i um, bet man and now I, I mean i'll even share them because like to me it's I, i'm an open book because right. of the fact that like i went through that stuff and i was and i held it in for so long and i was so angry for so long yeah it's like i learned that like yo keeping it in does nothing for you yeah like just let that shit out and then at the end of the day it's just stories um so yeah when i was little i would think of the wildest things mm. like uh, you know, even after like he would do things to me or whatever, I would think about like like hurting him as a kid, and mm-hmm. it's like 
a, a kid shouldn't be thinking that type of stuff, you yeah. know, and navigating through those thoughts of like, you know, hurting someone or hurting themselves or like shit like that. Yeah. It's like, that's, it's that's, sad. that's sad. Super you know? sad. But the fact that I was able to uh, see that in myself and not do those things, you mm -hmm. know, it, it shows a lot to me. Like we're like, you know, my, my cognitive thinking is like above any of the abuse that was happening to me. And that's fire, you yeah. know, and, and shouts to you for that because a lot of kids can't, can't do that, mm -mm. you know, so they do. I mean, you see it nowadays where yeah. kids kill get themselves. bullied they and bullied. they go shoot up the whole school. Shoot the whole school or they kill themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? So or it's both. Or so both. It's like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's and you know, so shouts to you, man. Uh, your upbringing definitely created you to who you are. Uh, great father, great person, definitely. So shouts to you, man. Um, I kind of want to get into the segment before we talk about like, your 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 passions and your projects. Yeah. So this is uh, a call. We call it pick one or take one. So I'm gonna give you two two choices, okay? And you either gotta choose it, and you can explain why you don't have to. But you could choose it, or you could take a shot. Okay. Okay. But before you do that, I need to pop. I'm gonna pop a beer real quick. Do it. That shit looks good while you're drinking that shit, man. Yeah, it's actually pretty smooth. I really like. Mexican lagers. Yeah, me too, man. I'm like a cerveza type of dude, man. Mm -hmm. Like IPAs and all that, they're cool, but ah, there's nothing like a... Oh, yeah, this is fire. Mexican lager, man. Cusqueña. Cusqueña. I'll tag yeah. it in the, in, the, um, in the description for you guys if you want to try it, as, long, as well as the La Gritona. Yeah, that, that's fire. I don't know what that guy at Total Wine was talking about. Yeah, he was saying it was a TikTok <laughs> trend and all this, and it just sounded like he was hating. And I'm like, this ain't, I'm not buying this for TikTok. I'm buying this because my boy <laughs> wants it and he likes the story behind it. Then when he said that, he's like, yeah, it's just, there's marketing. And I'm like, my boy's not going to get caught up in marketing unless he sees McDonald's on TV <laughs> and we're drunk, right? So, like, and then when you told me about it, I was like, yeah, yeah this dude's hating. Yeah, like, <laughs> the story behind it is amazing. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start with, with the first one, okay? And we'll touch on, on all subjects, okay? Yeah. All right. Allen Iverson or Steph Curry? Oh, man, you already know my answer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, it's the king. The it's king, the, man. The AI, dog, all day. Yeah. I had to put that on there because uh, I remember we, we were in New York City, and we were, uh, we were walking around looking for weed. I think we spent the whole day looking for weed. The weed was so trash in New York. So trash. And we ended up... Playing ball somewhere oh in like God. downtown, like mid, like Manhattan somewhere. That's so funny. With some kids, um, <laughs> and like some teenage kids, and we were hooping. Like we were hooping. We were dressed up like this, like yeah. pants and all that, and they were ready to ball. But we were hooping, and at the end, we had like a crazy conversation mm -hmm. about Allen Iverson, pound for pound, being one of the best basketball players in the NBA. Yeah, and. Like half of the kids agreed with me and Goose and mm -hmm. the other kids were arguing and we had a huge discussion. And I remember they were like, uh, they fucked with us after that. Yep. They're like, man, we fuck with y'all. We off yeah. in and then we're like, we're from Vegas. And they thought we were aliens. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, Vegas, what y'all doing here? Like we're visiting New York. And apparently we were in the hood, apparently, mm -hmm. in Manhattan. I mm -hmm. didn't I didn't know that. But uh we asked them, like, yo, where can we get some weed? Yep. So they took us back to the projects. And I remember um, I felt a little bit uneasy because I was like, oh, we don't know these cats. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you know, they could rob us right now and all that. But, you know, I trusted the process. Hmm. And uh, uh, I still had wheels. I know you still had wheels back then. So if anything oh, yeah. popped off, we were gone, right? Yeah. But as soon as we walked into the property, we got it. We got through. Uh, some kids start. They ran up to us because there was a bunch of like police activity, mm-hmm. and they said that some kids just beat up an yeah. old man. <laughs> yeah, some kids just jumped up. A, jumped on an old man. Jumped on an old yeah. man because he was being disrespectful yeah. to somebody. So mm-hmm. they beat up this old man enough to where they had to call the the ambulance. Yep. So I remember. Um, but it was so cool because they're like, "Yo, stay here." So they walked into the into the building, took the elevator up. Yep. They didn't want us to come with them because, you know, we, yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. And we were just chilling with them, and they came back, and they gave us probably the best weed that we've had in New York. In New York, yeah. And Jersey. Superb. Yep, yeah. And that yeah. Was, it was solid. Yeah. So shouts to them kids, man. I yeah. don't know. You guys are probably grown. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> that uh, was fun. That it was, was fun, that was man. Fun. It was fun. And shouts to AI, because AI was the reason. Yeah. AI, man. AI, to me... Um, <clears throat> He's one of my favorite athletes of all time. Me too. Like literally, he's he changed a lot in the short amount of time that he was playing, and he didn't really accomplish much. But right, like his his uh, how do I say it? He, he he changed the game though. Yeah, like his um his style. His impression on the game is yeah is huge. Like huge. just style, like. How everybody's getting tats, the chains, the braids, the way he played, the crossover. Like, yeah. there's just so much about AI that he yeah. was little, you know? So, yeah, I loved AI. I man. was the Asian AI at school, bro. Hell like, yeah. like, I had the braids. Yeah. I got tatted up. Mm-hmm. You know, I wore the sleeve. I wore the finger sleeve. Mm-hmm. I was crossing up. You yep. know, went to the rack a lot, fell. Yep, yep. yep. But that was about it. That's as, as far was, as yeah. You're actually very notorious of about going to the to the rock and falling. Yeah, that was my game. <laughs> yeah, it get was. the hand one. You go get, to the you free get throw up line. there though. You oh, get yeah. up there. You yeah, had, you, had, you had some bunnies. Yeah, I don't got these calves for nothing, bro. Yeah, you, you know have some bunnies for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next one. Um, you're from from Kansas City. You from so you know we're gonna talk about the Jayhawks here real quick. Okay. Paul Pierce or Mario Chalmers. Hmm. Damn. Normally, I would say Paul Pierce because yeah. initially that was my that was my guy, but then he just started acting a fool, and uh, <laughs> so I I would have to go Mario Chalmers here. You got to go Mario because yeah. Mario hit the game winner for, the, for the NCAA championship. Yeah, he did, and yeah, I just I don't I don't fuck with Paul Pierce no more. Yeah. Well, Paul Pierce also brought a championship in he the NBA, in the NBA. Yeah, and and I, and I was a big fan of him, but like. When since he got to the NBA and like started doing some weird shit and like yeah the stuff that he did out in LA when he got stabbed it was like ah I don't really like this guy yeah. no more and, and then like that rumor where he got injured from like a a cheap foul or something and he yeah. took the wheelchair out and people were saying that he had to, he actually had to go doo-doo or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah he started and then he just started like hating on Kobe for no reason it's like yeah. nah man I don't I can't fuck with Paul Pierce anymore. So I'd have to go with Mario Chalmers there. Got you. Got you. <laughs> All right. Jerry Rice or Randy Moss? Mm. That's an easy one for me, even though it's it's a surprise. But Randy Moss. Okay. Yeah, Randy Moss is my guy. I know Jerry Rice is your dude. Yeah. Uh, but Randy Moss is my dude. I just really fucked with the way he, um, his style of play. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and his, like, obviously his style. Like, he just was different. Yeah. He's yeah. from, like, uh, I think, like, I can't... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Bell, West Virginia or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Really deep, 
country ass yeah, accent country. and he talks hella shit which is actually fire yeah have super you heard fire. like some of the videos seen the videos of him talking shit on the sidelines yep yeah. Or in game, yeah. yeah. When they mic him up, it's interesting. Yeah, no, he's 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 a uh, entertaining guy. Yeah, and and he's just like super talented. Yeah, um, mossing people like getting mossed was a thing. You it know, it was, it was. So, yeah, that, that's that's my guy right there. Yeah. Even though I think Jerry Rice had more of an illustrious sure. career than 100%. Randy Moss, you, we can't deny that Randy Moss was. If not one of the best, the best wide receiver. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, still, Jerry Rice is up there. Though. Yeah, I still think. Oh, I think Jerry Rice. In my opinion, Jerry Rice yeah. is you know the, the, best. the best receiver out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, there are plenty of wide receivers nowadays, uh, but the, man, there was no one doing it like Jerry. Jerry Rice did those long strides, and you, you know, know what? Um, what player kind of reminds me of Jerry Rice? Oh, not Jerry Rice. Um, Randy Moss a little bit. Who? Um, Devontae Adams. He do because the he way do. he the way he calls for the ball reminds me of of Moss. Like yeah. he'll run and he just be like, throw it up, like throw me the ball. Because you know he's gonna like catch he it. He just knows he, before he even passes a defender, he knows he's gonna beat him, and then he knows he's gonna catch it. So he just calls for it, and I yeah. think that's a that's a fire move to yeah. call for a ball like that. Yeah, and he, even though Devontae Mid plays route. plays for the Raiders, which I can't stand that yeah. team. I know you can't stand them as mm-hmm. a division rival for y'all. Mm-hmm. You cannot deny greatness. Yeah. yeah. And Devontae Adams, in my opinion, is right now is the greatest wide receiver actively playing. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, he's up there, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I put him at the top top three for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we'll see what the new situation is with, with, with Jimmy, Jimmy G, G in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it's gonna work out for him. Jimmy might be able to get him the ball though. He might. Might be able to get him the ball. We'll see, man. I don't know, man. The hair looking nice. <laughs> I mean, hair. he's always looking good. He always looks good, man. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. All right, here we go. Nas or Jay-Z? Nas or Jay-Z? Fuck. I don't even think we've ever had this conversation before. I don't think, I don't think we have either. Yeah. Um, damn. That's a tough one. I love both. But if I were to pick one, I would go Nas. You'd go with Nas? I would go with Nas. I wouldn't say he's the better rapper. Okay. I would say he's my... My favorite out of the two. And, and and reasons for. And reasons for is just I just like his style. His real like just cool, calm, collective style. Um Illmatic is just like Yeah, it's a great album. This is crazy good. Yeah, man. we might have to listen to that. I mean, Jay Z has a lot of good albums too, but I don't know. There's something about Nas that I just think uh I um I align with myself more than I do with Jay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like a little more of a uh, I don't know, just smooth, like conscious type of guy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I can dig that. I, 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 you know, I, I've said it once, and I'm, ne- you know, I'm never gonna say it again. But I'm gonna say it on the pod because you know I'm a huge Nas fan. Huge, huge Nas fan. But I, I do have to admit that Jay Z is a lot more keen with the lyrics, even yeah. though Nas is a a very lyrical yeah rapper. Yeah, but Jay Z's double entendres, triple entendres. Uh, the way he strings it together, it, you know, is amazing. Yeah, you know, but Nas's storytelling is top tier. Yeah, but if know? I was, if I were to say like, all right, pick out of the two, the best businessman, that's still a little hard because Nas right. is really good too. Yeah, but I would say Jay there because just like you know, 
just yeah. on a whole nother level business wise. True, true. Um, but but Nas is no slouch either, man. Yeah. That dude's that dude's caking too. And Nas yeah. is a Hennessy man. Yeah, man. I'm a Hennessy man. Now I'm back into the Hennessy world. I'm, I, yeah, I'm 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 strictly tequila now. I got you. But it's funny because my um, I stopped drinking cognac for a little bit. Well, for a while I was doing whiskey. Mm-hmm. And when I met my girl, she was drinking Hennessy, and she mm. got me back on it. And then now that uh, I started uh, listening to my music, you know, for, for the new listeners, I'm, I used to write music. I used to rap back in the day. Yep. All I used to talk about was cognac mm-hmm. and Hennessy. Yep. That's it. And I just, it takes me back. Like, damn, I really, that's all I used to drink. For real. You know, so that's a good one, man. All right, here's, here's a, here's a, might be tough for you. I don't know, it's tough for me, but Biggie or Big L? Hmm. Damn, I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Biggie on this one. I love Big L, but Biggie, Biggie just had those those records, dude. He had some really good records, he man. He did. They had the classics, man. The Ready to Die album is just amazing. Great man. Um, great right way ahead of his time, and just like the way he came up, uh, like battling on the streets, you know, just yeah. next to the the little shop that he was at, like. That was big. And Big L was big, too. But, yeah, yeah. I have to go with Big on that one. I, I like Big L, man. Yeah? I, well, to me, I'm a big, I'm a, so I'm right, I keep saying big. I'm a big, big L fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his, you know, I'm, I love lyricists. And the way he, he strings it together, it's very street, mm-hmm. very lyrical, and very uh, poetic, but also very smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, sounds very educated. Yeah. And uh, it's sad that both were gone so soon. Mm-hmm. But I think if if both were still alive, I think Big L probably would have had uh, like a career like Nas. Mm. I think Biggie probably would have had a career like like Hove. Mm. I think Biggie is probably could have been a lot more marketable. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, but Big L was definitely one of them dudes, man, that could spit. Yeah. Oh man. He's... I mean, both can. They both can go off the top. Crazy. Yeah, they both are super nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think like. I think Biggie was a little more on like the ruthless side. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I gravitate towards is like that. Yeah. That shit that makes you like, ooh, like that was that was kind of dirty, you know? True. Yeah. I mean, he didn't give a fuck. But Big L did had a couple liners like that too, though. Yeah, but I think I think Biggie went further. I know, he did. He definitely did. There's this one line that uh Big L said that will always I will always remember because it's such a fire diss. When he said that your mother should have swallowed you. Oh, yeah. You was never shit. Yeah. Your mother should have swallowed you. <laughs> that was like yeah. the most fire fucking line, yeah. bro. That shit's fire. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely... That's a diss I should pull out when I'm having like, like road that rage. that is crazy. <laughs> that is to the fucking core diss. Like, yeah. your mother should have swallowed you. You was never shit. <laughs> <laughs> you was never shit. All right. Here we go. Erica Badu or Lauren Hill. Oh man, that's a tough one. Yeah, they're kind of different, but the same. They both yeah. can spit. They both can sing. Ah. Erica is more more of a singer. Badu, or I'm sorry, Erica's more of a singer, and Lauren is more of a rapper. But like I said, both can sing, both can write, yeah, both could rap. Hmm, that's a tough one. You could. Drink I would too, go. Man. Nah, I would go with the. <laughs> I've been drinking. I would go with the. I'm gonna go with Erica Badu. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Erica Badu. Um, I like both both their music, but I think Erica Badu uh, carries herself a little a little better. Yeah. 
um especially on social obviously she's way way active on there yeah um so i really like that i really enjoy that that she's kind of going with the times and um she's a lot more creative too. a lot more creative yeah. just a lot like there's just a lot to erica badu and i don't really know much about lauren hill like outside yeah. of she kind of just like after you know education miseducation you know? that was it you know yeah and that was a great album. That was a great one of my, album. That's one of my favorite albums of all it's definitely time. Definitely top ten. That's yeah, up there. It's up there. And what I love about Erica, like I was saying, her creative side is she's very soulful. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's she she can find a way to sing about a topic that can be so dark, but uh, mm -hmm. it sounds so like light. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I love window seat the the joint the 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 music video she did with Cootie and Cheek man amazing <laughs> you already know why I like that. yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> besides that like also no the, it's also a really good yeah, song the, yeah and and, yeah. and it's genius how they they yeah. strung it into like the the JFK assassination JFK assassination that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that you was know? fire yeah. yeah so that's a good one I would I would have picked uh, I was gonna pick Badu as well okay all right Nipsey Hussle or Mac Miller R I P to both Ooh, of them dang. Eesh. That's a tough one. I'll have to go with Nip though. Yeah, go with Nip. Yeah, I gotta go with Nip on that one. Love Mac Miller, but uh Nip. He um I don't know. There's something about Nip that uh, I actually cried when he died, man. Like Yeah. I legit cried when he died. Like yeah. I, I was real sad. Do you remember what you were doing when you found out the news? Yeah, I think I was I think I was working. Okay. Um and and then I remember watching the stream of his uh his funeral. Yeah, that's when I that's when I, I was started crying. Balling, dog. I was for real yeah. crying. And it was mostly because I was like seeing like his family yeah. go up there and talk, like his brother and Lauren and everybody. Um when Mac Miller died, that was sad too though. I was crying at the the tribute show about Mac Miller. I, I think I cried for both of those rappers, bro. Yeah, I didn't cry for Mac. I was definitely sad, but I didn't cry for Mac. But yeah, Nip really hit me. Um, yeah. And his music is just so powerful. I think you can relate more to Nip because he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I think there's something, there's more relatability to that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I remember when, when I found out about Nip, I just got finished coaching uh, a championship game in which we won. Mm. I believe, I don't want to say it was my first, but I think it was one of my first like big tournament wins. And we just got done taking the, the group photo. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my phone and all I saw was Nipsey passed. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we went through the, the the days leading up to the funeral. And then when the funeral happened, I think, I, I remember texting Bob Fish. He showed me he was there. He mm -hmm. would show me pictures, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was in one of the streets where they drove by. And I remember going to the marathon store. I remember just that. to pay tributes when yeah. I went to California. I was like, I, I might as well pull yeah. up. Yeah. So, but uh, we wanted, me and my cousins, we wanted to go to the Mac Miller tribute show. We were going to do a little suicide trip. Mm. And then, um, but it, it didn't pan out. So we watched the stream. And I just remember, like, for me, when I was, when I started crying for Nip, um, when they started playing the something, the band, that's 1500 or nothing, was playing one of his songs when they started the funeral procession. Yeah. And uh, that's when I was like, "Fuck!" It's... I think it was that was it right hand, right hand to God or something like that that they played. Something like that. I can't remember one hundred percent. Yeah, no, it was a. But... It was they held it at the um, 
Staples, Staples Center, Center right? they, Like the whole thing was full. Yeah, like the, that's huge for someone who wasn't even like an A-lister. Crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah. Shouts to both of them, man, for real. For real. Uh, let's see. Gonna keep it moving a little bit. Good kid, Mad City, or damn? Hmm. Good kid. Good kid. Yeah. That's yeah, a good one too. Yeah. That shit just that shit changed the game, man. Yeah. The way that like that album was uh was sequenced and just everything about it was just like ahead of its time. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like a the storytelling like was crazy. Yeah, it was. The skits were crazy. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. Really good album. Ronnie Fag or Virgil or Blow? Hmm, that's a good one. Hmm. I mean, both were damn. Both were fucking fire. fire. Both geniuses when it comes to seriously. And Rodney's still killing, still killing. Uh, I'm pretty sure Virgil still yeah, would. R.I.P. Virgil. Yeah. Um, I, I, fuck, that's a tough. Well, you can drink to it, man. Nah, I don't want to drink to it. I'm, I'm trying not to drink to any of your questions. You're going to eventually. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna go with Virgil. Okay. I'm gonna go with Virgil. Um. I really don't even know why. I, I think just because, um, I don't know. I really like what he did with the time that he was in on this earth. Yeah. You know? And he tapped in with, um, I think for me, one of the biggest things is as a black man tapping in with Louis Vuitton. Yeah, that's huge. Is, you know, when that's something that probably would have never happened. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. If it wasn't for Virgil, right? And Agreed. I could be wrong. It probably could have been... Yeah, another they, designer out there, but they really put a lot of trust into him. Hundred percent. Yeah, and he just left so many keys for yeah. everybody, man. He did like so much, so many lessons, and like you can literally like just look look all his shit up and 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 build yourself a brand out of all the keys yeah. that he left. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah, he was a he was way ahead of his time and just like an overall talented person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. Sorry for bringing up all these uh, dope people that have left us, but oh, good. You know what I mean. Still legends. Right. Um, for some people, this might be easy, but I'm gonna see if I can stump you. Hmm. Patrice O'Neal <laughs> or Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that is that's, that's a really tough one for you. I know for yeah, sure. That's a tough one. Um. Fuck, I would have to go Patrice O'Neal, though. Ooh, yeah. I bet you a lot of people going to be yeah. like, what? I love Dave Chappelle, but Patrice <laughs> O'Neal was the motherfucking guy, dude. Like, before anyone was like yeah. the guy, he was the guy. Um, Yeah, shout out to Elephant in the Room, man. One of the, one of the best stand-up comedy sets of all time. Is that something we could, we could see that on... Uh... Netflix or we got to go to YouTube? I think it's on both. I'm going I'm to say YouTube, though, because I'm not sure if yeah. it's on Netflix anymore yeah. after he passed. R.I.P. See, but, man, I, Dave Chappelle, though. Yeah, he's a beast. Fuck, he's a beast. great at what he does, he's bro. He's still killing. Yes, yes. And I'm pretty sure Patrice would have been still killing as well. Like, yeah, for sure. He had so much material to work with. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a good fucking bottle, bro. <clears throat> yeah, bro. This is good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we didn't switch it up to the, the El Padrino. Yeah, me, me too. Fuck that. We try <laughs> that done, next. I'm done to try yeah, it. Yeah, we try it next. Yeah. I got to get you on some. I, I don't know if you ever had Añejo tequila. It's a. Yeah, have Because you have Blanco, Reposado, yep. Añejo. It's yeah. aged more. I think we had it in uh, Mexico when we were out there. Probably. Me and Marcus. Probably, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, uh, next time you're here, man, we'll get another bottle. Yeah. And we'll, we'll fuck with that, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, Denzel or Will Smith? 
Mm. Damn, both classic. Both I love. Uh, I, I'll go with Denzel here. There you go. I, yeah. I like Denzel more too. I go with Denzel here. Will Smith is, is dope, but I just I connect more with Denzel in the way he acts, man. He, yeah. he really brings me into Yeah, into no, Denzel's the dope, man. He's a he's classic, man. Yeah. Both both have taken great roles though. Yeah. Right? The one thing I do like if I were to pick Will Smith, it would be because of Fresh Prince though. Yeah. That'd be the only reason why. The best the best show. TV show ever. Yeah. Yeah. That shit made me cry too. Shit. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> Plenty times, man. Plenty times. Movies or books? Movies or books? Fuck. I, I love both. I know my man reads books like all the time. I'm reading one right now. Yeah. Um, I would go books. Books are always better than the movies. Whenever there's okay. like a movie based on the book, it's yeah. the books always better. So I'm going to have to go with books. Yeah. For me, I have to go with movies because I just don't have the time to, mm. to read anymore. Yeah, I wish I could though, man. Because I, I used mean, to... hey, I, I always say this: you have time to shit, you have time to read. Yeah, yeah, I know you tell me that all the time. <laughs> but you know, I, I got the bad habit of pulling out TikTok when I'm <laughs> yeah. taking a shit. Shit talk, man. I should probably shit just talk. call that shit talk. <laughs> Blunts or joints? Joints now. <laughs> He's about joints to say now. <laughs> joints now. But I every now and then, you occasionally have a good. Nah, I haven't had a blunt. Really. In like a year. Nah, we we just had one with no, tea. No, nah, no, you're right, you're right. We just had one with anytime, tea. Anytime tea rolls up, we roll, we smoke a blunt. Yeah. But yeah, me personally, I haven't rolled a blunt in like over a year. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'll have to pay joints over blunts because fuck tobacco, bro. Yeah, fuck tobacco. We're trying yeah. to live long. Yeah. We're trying to live long. Love weed. Hate, yeah. Hate tobacco. All right, I might start getting you to drink a little bit, all right? We just got a few more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mom or grandma? My... <laughs> Like, who do I like the most? Mom or grandma, man? Mom, bro. Damn, you're not going to... Okay. Nah, I'm not going to drink to that one. Okay. I'm really not going to drink, huh? <laughs> I love my grandma, but my mom is... Me and my mom are like yeah. this, dog. Shouts to your mom, man. Yeah, me, Shouts to you your mom. You know my mom. My yes. mom's fucking She's a super G. dope. She's a G, man. Yeah. Uh, Man, strongest lady I know, man. Yeah, she and, is, man. Man, her story, you want someone on your pod, <laughs> that's the story right I there. might have to. We might have to make that a thing, man. We have to get her on one of these sessions, bro, for real. Sons of Maria, man. Sons of Maria. Both of both our mothers have the same name. Yep. And and as well as as Mikey, Mikey, Frank, and, and I Frank. believe yeah. Fish. Fuck. They we need to start a little band. Yeah, Sons of Maria, <laughs> man. We just and we got it. Yeah. He got it all, man. We got the, we got two DJs, we got rappers, and we got our manager right here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lucci or Marcelo. Damn, I gotta drink to that one. Let's get it, man. I've been waiting <laughs> for this. <laughs> you got me with one one question. There you go. Oh, hopefully I can get you with these other two. But I know I know I probably won't, you know. We'll keep it light, man. I don't want to get you too. We you know we still gotta go. We're gonna go gamble tonight. Oh, you know those, what I mean? Uh, dollar blackjack tables yeah. at the grand. Yes, sir. That's where we'll be tonight. Cheers to that, brother. God damn, that shit is smooth, bro. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, let's keep it rocking. Italian food or Mexican food? Ooh. Damn. I'm going to go with uh, Mexican food. Wow. Yeah. I love Italian food. You know that. I know. But yeah, it's all you cook, I feel like. It is all I cook. Yeah. But I got to go with uh, La Raza. Okay, for sure. <laughs> I love I love Mexican food too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I might have to drink to that. 
I might have to drink to that. Yeah. I'll take it with you. Yeah, I might yeah, have to drink to that, bro. Let's drink to that. Because to be real, like me and Becky just had some really good Italian food in San Diego for our anniversary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from the pizza to the pasta to the steak. Um, I, will say, I will say this. If I were to pick a food to cook, it would be Italian food. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I mean, that's all you cook right now. Yeah, that's all I cook right now. My girl's Italian. My kid is Italian. You know, the boy on the way. I mean, you look Italian, kind of. My, my, my name is Italian. Yeah. I think I was Italian in a past life. So, that makes sense. Um, my pasta game is nice. It really, I haven't had it yet. I haven't had it yet, but actually I have. I have had it, but I think it was just like, uh, like a meat pasta. Mm. I don't think it was one of your bet, like your your a super, yeah, one yeah. of your top. Because I think we came over for a football game. I think you just put something together, which is fire. Yeah, and it's not like it's all from scratch. Yeah, Goose don't like he makes everything sauce. The everything is from scratch. Yep. So it was still fire, but I'm waiting. To, I want to try your uh, your chicken. I'm a chicken Alfredo type of dude. Oh, okay. And I don't yeah, even yeah. know if that's a purest. No, yeah, no, of I, Italian food, but it's not, but. Or your carbonara, I could try that too. That's one of my favorite. So the one dishes. that I've been making lately, uh, that Nina's been requesting, is uh, my spicy rigatoni, like the shit that Carbone makes. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I, made, I made like my own. Yeah, my own kind, um, and it's fire, bro. Bro, when you got an Italian woman, yeah, requesting your cooking and you're Mexican to cook, yeah, that's Italian big, man. Matter of fact, you know what? The Italian restaurant we went to, which is called uh, Oliva or Olivo. In the Sunset Cliffs Boulevard in San Diego, all the chefs are Mexican. Dope. And it's so good, bro. I mean, low key, so every, good. every restaurant you go to, it's. it's it me- should be Mexicans, Mexicans usually. It should be cooking, man. I mean, in they- Miami, it was me and Becky, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Shouts yeah, out yeah. to my shoe, yeah. sous chef. Yeah, there you go, uh, yeah. Becky. Y'all was killing it, man. Y'all man, was killing it. That was fun, man. It was, man. We got to do it again. We had a good time. We got to do it again, man. He yeah. actually was talking about doing a, a big trip to New Orleans. Oh, fire. Yeah, we all got to go. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Get a, get a big mansion and mm-hmm. just fucking take shit cook, cook and then cook walk, to, walk yeah. to the fucking whatever the district is. Yep, I'm down. All right. Last one. Korean barbecue or Midwest American barbecue? Hmm. Damn. Both are fucking good. That's a tough one, too. If made correctly, both are great. Yeah, if made correctly, both are great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Korean barbecue though. Okay, only because I I really like the um the dynamic of it where like like you're cooking it in front of, like in front yeah. of you and like comes with all the side dishes. Yeah, it comes with all the side dishes. It's like you can kind of constantly come you know bring new shit out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll go with that. I would go with Korean barbecue. I love like Midwestern barbecue and all that, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more of on like on the Asian side of things than yeah, than true the, than the American side. Of yeah, because like your half siblings are Filipino. Filipino. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you're pretty brother. much Filipino. When you come to yeah. the house, you're always blessing my yeah. No, you know? I, uh, and I love Filipino food. Yeah, yeah. and they fuck with that man. Like yeah. I know for sure. Like when my when my dad when you bless my dad, I know for sure he's like, yeah, this is my fucking guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm his son, dog. Yeah, for, straight up, man. <laughs> he definitely feels you like you know he never says your name correctly yeah. or Goose. spells it right. He spells it G U Z Z. Goose. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> my man's just crazy. Yo, let's talk about um, 
let, let's go into what you got coming up, man, or or what you're yeah. you're working on, because uh, Block Sixteen, he's rocking the hat. I got the hat here. It's something that's been going on for a minute, but I think now is the time that it's really gonna flourish. Yeah, Wait, tell us. Let's tell the people what Block Sixteen is, man, so they can understand what it is. Yeah, so Block Sixteen is a um, is a brand. Uh, me and my boy Marcus are working on. Um, shouts to Mook. Yeah, shouts to Mook. Uh, big, big uh, part of Block Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much based off of uh, Vegas history. Yeah. Um, before Vegas was coined Las Vegas, uh, it was just a bunch of blocks out here. And one of the main notorious blocks was Block 16. Right. Um, that's where the red light district mm-hmm. was and operated. Um, a lot of, of, of uh, Vegas's vices uh, was born there. That still go on today. That still go on today. Yeah. That's where the Sin City moniker was born. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just took that, uh, took that name and kind of ran with it and yeah. made this, this logo. Uh, it's a B and a 16. Um, Used together. Shouts out to my boy Miles. Shouts to Miles, man, for uh, for pretty much making that logo the way it is. It's um, beautiful. I love it, man. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a strong logo. Um, it was created on a napkin, and he just took whatever I put on a napkin and made that. So, um, yeah. So for I think my plans, me and Mook's plans for Block Sixteen is to, you know, make this uh not not just a a brand with like apparel and shit like that, but we want to get into like you know, throwing events, getting into the right. community and, and doing um, just different different shit, you know, throwing block parties. We got an event with you guys coming up yeah. August 26th. Um, yes, please come. Please come and pack that bitch because we need to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to, baby. We need to. And it's just, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... Uh, after Zappos, my life now is just like kind of building something for myself. Yeah. And um and working for myself. So Block 16 like gives me that platform. Yeah. And um I'm able to create things that I like to do. Yeah. I actually wanna I know we've talked about doing something together for so long and mm-hmm. then um and I do have a venture that I think we could probably tap into. Mm. We'll talk about it later on. You know okay. what I mean? But uh, I just want to, same as you, I want to try to do stuff that keeps me away from signing a contract to where I am an employee. Yeah. I want to be a, a boss myself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the great thing about America is you can become your own person. You can be a, be a businessman. You mm-hmm. can make your own way. So uh, I think now that you've had a taste of making it your own way a little bit, yeah, I think uh, is this is the time where it's going to grow. And I think if we can combine our fucking powers man yeah no for sure i think this is the time for for myself to to grow this and um and be on my own yeah because uh yeah i mean not to knock anyone that has a nine to five or is striving to to get that but um i just feel like i'm ready i'm ready to to be my own boss and and run run the show on my yeah. own. You know, you, you definitely got the experience. Yeah, definitely got the experience. Definitely got like the the vision and then ideas for stuff. Yeah. Um, but like anything, it's all about you know execution and uh, consistency. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because uh, you know, we got the show that you're you pretty much are throwing for us. Yep. Uh, August twenty sixth. You can get the tickets at familymarpod.com. Um. It's crazy how that came about because mm-hmm. we were in Miami. Yep. I think we were smoking out in the balcony and drinking. 
And uh, we were just talking. Like, I think I was like, man, it's it's crazy how the podcast has, you know, grown. Imagine if I was still making music mm-hmm. and these people, you know, and you're like, dude, I'm telling you, bro, you should have kept going, blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, we could do a show, man. Like, uh, one night only, do the show. And mm-hmm. I told you, I'll only do it if we make it a fa- uh, like a podcast thing, a Family Mart event. Yeah. Because we've been trying to do something like that. Yeah. And I, I want to, and I was so against coming back into the music because I don't have the passion to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just takes so much time. I'd rather do other things, right? Um, however, I'm so fucking excited to perform and give people, Man. you know, <laughs> old listeners and new listeners, like. I don't think I told you this, um, but I'll say, I'll say it now because it's, it's a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, when you quit music, when you stopped um, doing yeah. music, I don't want to say quit because that's such a bad word. Right. But when you stopped doing music, I legit like that. That legit made me sad. I was so sad and like cried and like all that. I felt like damn. Yeah. Word. Yeah. I felt like it was just like a, a such a big part of our lives. Like it is. I was. I was always there with you yeah. at the studio and coming up with ideas with stuff, songs, even lyrics sometimes. Yeah. So it was like. When you uh, when you cut that, it was like I was. This was a sad time, you know. So now that we have this on the books, and that yeah, I I know that you're coming back on stage. Like I'm I'm hella excited to see that. Yeah, and uh, I'm ready because I, um, I can't wait to give yeah. people what we've been doing for so long. Man. I can't wait to give it back to them, man. Man, and I just want to say this. I think I was I was I was talking about that because I've done plenty of shows. I've we've done so many shows. We've done festivals. We've traveled the yeah. country doing shows. Uh, but every time I did a show with you, which was, this will be the third one, mm-hmm. but every time I've done the show, when you've thrown it, when you and Marcus have put it together and you guys are behind the wheel, yeah, it's been the best experience. All I've right. been able to really do the set how I wanted to do it. Uh, and it, it was the only time I felt like a true artist on stage. That's fire. Instead of being the opener, instead of being, yo, you got 20 minutes. Yeah. Instead of being limited. Yeah. I was able to just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And uh, I, ca- I cannot wait to uh, to give you guys, you know, seven years of silence yeah. will be broken on August 26th. No, that's going to be dope, man. Yeah. And that's that's kind of like, uh, it's a good thing you touched on that because Mook and I, the way we um, operate Block 16 and when we do events, yeah. that is a big component of how we, we, we pitch the show to artists. We're yeah. like, you know, we want you to focus on just like the artist part of the show yeah you know where your rehearsals like get your set right 100%. you know get comfortable with like how you how you deliver shit um and just let us worry about the rest you know yeah. i enjoy doing that other stuff that yeah. other people don't really like which is like calling the venue dealing with all that shit like i enjoy that stuff it's funny because at one point a long time ago, you remember I hired you as my manager. Yeah, I do. And uh, I just think it was so it was so early in the game. I don't think neither of us really understood the concept of what that was. And I, I remember, know. like, I remember after like uh, I gave you like your first check, I was like, "Yo, I I think I think you should just be behind the scenes with me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, what I mean? remember that. <laughs> like, I fired you, low key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no way you let me go. Yeah, um, but I wasn't really doing shit. I was kind of <laughs> just around. Yeah, it was so new to us. Yeah, though. Like, I didn't I didn't really grasp the idea of what I should be doing. Yeah, and um, but yeah. you're killing it now. Like, you would be the perfect artist manager <laughs> yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, 
I think like now I just developed a developed that skill of like yeah because man I mean there was there was a time and Bob Fish will will uh, vouch for this like there was a time where people thought I was a fucking mute like I didn't talk at all yeah one hundred percent I didn't talk one bit at a yeah. function or nothing I was just chilling observing soaking it all in soaking it all in and yeah. I just I just did not speak it was weird yeah uh, and now. It's that's just like it's a second nature. To it's me. like I flipped it because now when I go to functions, I'm the one. Yeah, you're the quiet in one in the corner, and I'm or, the one that talks to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So you would be a great artist manager, bro. Like if yeah. if this shit pops off and just for whatever fucking reason, like we're able to like make this a tour. Like I'd be like, yo, this dude got to be the tour manager. Oh man, it's like this, easy money. Yeah, yeah, like this dude has to do everything. Yeah. Like I trust everything he does. Yeah. All I got to do is tell him like, yo, is this possible? Five seconds later, yes or no? Yeah, like, that's it. That's it. You know, and yeah. then come up with different ideas of, of how we could execute something, right? Yeah. So, no, fire, for sure. man. I can't wait, dude. I, I know we keep talking about it like within ourselves, but I can't say it enough, man. Like, um, I loved, I loved uh, writing music. I loved performing. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to show people, especially the new listeners. Yeah. Uh, what that meant to me. And I, you'll, you'll be able to see it on stage. Yeah. You'll be able to see it on stage. And I just want to paint a little bit of a picture of our first show when yeah. we did this at the Bunkhouse downtown Las Vegas. Um, when we first did a show with Marion, it, it was with a band, and we had a poet open up. I don't yeah. know if you remember Danny Boom. I do remember her. Um, yeah. Shouts out to Danny Boom, man. She's an amazing artist. Um we had that place packed. There was like at least 400 people there. Yeah, it's almost capacity yeah, for almost sure. Yeah, almost that capacity. Maybe it, it was. Maybe it was. I think was. we did hit it because yeah. some of them people were spilling outside. Yeah. And they, and some people couldn't even get in. But the fact that we were able to pack that place on a secret show, because it was a secret show. We did yeah. two weeks of promo, all text, like no no social. Yeah, except for the day of. Except for the day before and the day of. Yeah. That's the only time we actually put, posted anything. Um. And we packed that place, but that's not the that's not the biggest part of it. To me, the biggest part of it was when we started the show with Danny Boom mm -hmm. and how quiet we got that venue yeah. with all those people there. Yeah, you could hear a pin drop. I remember that. And she started off the show with like a, a spoken word. Yeah, and which she's great at. That was her at. shit. That was her shit. That yeah. was like no shows were doing that back then. Mm -hmm. Not like that. Not like that. Yeah. And especially didn't have that respect of like everybody being quiet like that. Right. So the fact that we were able to pull that off and um and it just it was a magical night, man. It yeah. felt like all of Vegas was just in that bitch. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's I think that's that's what August twenty sixth is about yeah. to feel like. Yeah. So get your tickets, man, because like we got people from all over the country coming. Yeah. And some people from outside of the country that are coming in. Yeah. So uh, I'm very excited for that. Uh, and, and besides the rap thing, uh, if you're new to this show, I'm also part of another podcast called the Family Mart Podcast. And that's the whole reason we're actually really doing the, the show is to get face-to-face uh, -face with our fans. Yeah. And our listeners and our, our, our group, our community, yeah. right? I really don't like calling them fans. I like to call them our community. Yeah. Because we're all in it together. Like, we, we communicate with these listeners yeah, the all tribe. the time. That's the tribe. The tribe. Sure. Yeah. So, I can't wait to finally meet most of these guys mm -hmm. and girls and then just show them the talent. But I want I want to be able to, like, share a drink. I want to be able to have conversations, even small conversations, something. Yeah. You know, because if, if you're, you know, like, we get them all the time in the comments, you know, I... 
thanks thanks for doing what you guys do. I've been having a tough time, but this podcast is getting me through it. Fire. You know, and I want to thank you. Like I want to thank you yeah, for being a like person, a person yeah. for being a listener. Even though you just thanked me, I want to thank you because without you, we wouldn't be doing this. Like yeah. this whole setup is because of the podcast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, no, you got what, what you guys are doing is uh, is dope, man. It's dope to witness um, my friends grow something like this. Yeah, because it's like, because really, and I'll be frank, like you guys ain't doing anything like crazy you guys are just talking you guys are just talking shit and like yeah. living your lives which is fire you know yeah um and you guys are just inviting other people to see that yeah because you know? there's a lot of people like us man yeah hundred percent. there's a lot of people there's like more us. people that like you guys than you think right um and i just think like you guys built this community uh in a way where it's it's genuine yeah you know 100 yeah. percent. thank you for those words because yeah, it, it feels good to like hear that because to me i still feel like it's not my podcast mm-hmm. you know even though i'm um one third owner of it yeah but it it to me it's still jay and chris's podcast because sure. they I mean, started they it they started it yeah you know i just i'm just here to really ride for them and i really want them to succeed because i don't want them you know i don't want them to work for anyone either yeah. ever in their lives yeah i don't want any of my people you know any of my people to work yeah. for anyone. like i work for them unless they want to <laughs> you know i'd work for you i'd work for them yeah but i ain't working for you know some random yeah nah. you know what i'm saying so yeah Man, what a great show so far, man. For the first episode, like, I'm so glad that you you were down to do this. I know you've been trying to get on our, our podcast, yeah. but I feel like this was a no, better this is cool. this platform is cool. Yeah, for this is it. a good uh, segue to that yeah. if that happens. If it know? ever happens, yeah. Because yeah. I think then people might see a more funnier side of you. <laughs> for sure. Because that, yeah. that, that, that podcast is, it, you know. That's fun. What is it called? We're, we're uh, Degenerates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're degenerates, for sure. Yeah. No, this is definitely on yeah. a little more serious tip. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into some questions, uh, you know, before we go. Um, off the top. Okay, so you really no time to think. Yeah. That's why I don't give you these questions ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, I don't know none of these. Yeah. Off the top. <clears throat> Three people you'll have dinner with, dead or alive. Three people. That you'd like to have dinner with, dead or alive. Hmm. Damn. Anybody in the world. This one's always, this one's always tough. Yeah. <clears throat> Off the top, don't think about it. Just go with your first instinct. Hmm. Damn, first instinct would just be like Dr. Ramanelli is one of them because I just Fire. I just really fuck with that guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a little bit about me. I like I like I'm um, starting to get into like sewing and like design and you know uh, pattern making and shit like that. And Dr. Ramanelli is like. The god of that, yeah. Like the dude can take anything and make anything. So hundred percent. Um. So I just wanted, yeah, it'd be cool to have dinner with him. Um. Who else? Man, this is this is always a tough one. Man. It is, man. It really is. It is because it could change at any moment in time of your life. But whatever you're feeling now, you know. Yeah, I would say Dr. Ramanelli. I'll throw. Uh, who else do I really look up to? Um. You know what? I, I want to throw uh, Muhammad Ali in there. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Because of just like what he's went through and like, obviously he's he's passed, but like, yeah, it'd be cool to hear his stories and like just, you know, how he came up. Yeah, and his like activism. His, his activism and yeah. stuff that he went through with like, you know, stuff that he did. Um, and just being the greatest at, at what he does. Yeah. Just like an overall, just like character. Yeah. Um, That's 
That's dope. Dr. Ramanelli and Muhammad Ali. And I would have never Ali. thought Mad of that, those two. Yeah. Mad random. And then I'm going to throw a girl in there just because, you know, we got two dudes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the... Uh... Okay. This is a weird one. And I don't think anybody's going to know her. A- Anais Nin. Her name. I don't know who She's that is. She's a writer. Okay. Uh, so one of my favorite writers, his name is Henry Miller. Okay. Um, this was his like girlfriend mm. back in the day, and they would like write love letters back and forth. Okay, and she's just a really dope ass writer. Wow, yeah. Well, that's 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 dope. So I'll just throw them three in there. That's really <laughs> yeah. fucking dope. Yeah, Anais nice Nin. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know who else is like a really uh dope writer that I actually got a chance to read her letters when I researched it was uh, Frida Kahlo. Yeah, Frida's dope. He <laughs> writes really dope letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually really good to have those three. Like you have someone who's as creative as Dr. Ramanelli. Mm-hmm. You have someone who's headstrong and powerful like Muhammad Ali. Uh, and then you got Anais, Anais, who is a great writer who can essentially probably change the world or how people think with her words. Yeah. That's why I pick off yeah. top. Like, I'd know. have to like be a server. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or turn real. that to a podcast, For right? Real. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, top three movies of all time. Mm. Top three movies of all time. City of God. Ooh, that's one a of good them. one. That's a good one. City of God. Um, Training Day, Denzel. Fire. Um, and then Sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly, killing me, Smalls. Exactly. Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. I seen that shit at uh, Hobby Lobby. I was like, I got to get that shit. It's yeah. fucking Sandlot. No, Sandlot's fucking yeah. classic, bro. That's one of my favorite like, movies, Benny too. the Jet, dude. I ah. always want to be that dude, man. Right, yeah. Man. Same. Same. Man. That, was a, that was a good movie. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's a good, those are good. So we had City of God, uh, hey, You Sandlot. know City of God. That's City of God is a great movie. That's a crazy movie. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that shit, you need to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, there's like a little kid in there that like murders somebody. Like, yeah, watch that shit. wild, bro. It's a great movie. Yeah. Great movie. And, and uh, what was the other one? Yeah, City, City, City of God, Lot, Training Day. Training Day. Training Day, I really like, uh, not only because of Denzel, but because of the car that he drives in there. Yeah, that's a dope-ass car. Fire-ass car. Yeah. I really want, uh, like, a, a old-school classic yeah. eventually in my life. Yeah. Um, I know everybody's, like, you know, shouts out to Wiz for getting the Teslas of the world, but yeah. I want the old-schools. Like, yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, my girl's into... Old school cars yeah, too, like a little Cadillac, yeah. you know, Impala yeah. or Monte Carlo. Like, man, yeah. If I once I strike rich, it's gonna be one of you guys' gifts, bro. Oh man, I'm gonna pull up with one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. All right, what is a? This is actually from I pulled it from the Discord that the FMP Discord. Uh, it's from Shaq. This is his name. It's not actual Shaq, but it's <laughs> it's a he is Shaq. All right. Uh, what is a specific feeling that happens often that you absolutely love? Specific feeling that you get that you love when it when it happens to you, mm. you love it. You don't want it to leave. I'm gonna just throw this out there because it's off the top. But um, when I win in chess, fire. Yeah, when I win, when I win in chess, that feeling is yeah is up there. And Goose is really good at chess, guys. I, f- I fuck with chess. I play yeah. with chess. I play chess every day. Yeah, at least five games a day. What do you use? Chess.com. Chess.com. What's yeah. your What's your tag so people could? Goose Nunez. I I accept all challengers. So G O O S E N U N E Z. N U N E Z. Goose yeah. Nunez. 
I need to get back into chess. But every time I play Goose, he knows he's going to beat me in about seven to ten moves. <laughs> nah, man. That's so, yeah. The feeling of, you know what's wild? And I'll, I'll explain, like, like, why I like this feeling of winning in chess. Because I used to play chess. And shout out to Mook again, because he's the one that introduced me to this yeah. game and taught me everything I know. Um, so... Back in the day, I used to get whooped by this dude. Yeah, like, I remember all the time. We used to play, and every I used night. to get so mad. Like, and I wouldn't show it, but I would in my head. I'm like, fuck, like I hate losing. Yeah, you know. Now I played so much now to the point that it's like numb. Like I don't, I don't have feelings when I play. I just play. Yeah, and but until I win, and then that's when I feel like I right, cool. Like I, you know, that did feeling. It. Like yeah. I overcame. A battle like war is like chess is war like yeah. that's literally what it is yeah so uh so yeah that feeling after you win a war is like fire damn that's that's <laughs> a crazy concept to put it but it's yeah. dope though yeah it's really dope i wish i could you know play more but i guess if i take a shit more i could probably play <laughs> right yeah that's fire though um what does a perfect day look like for you mm. a perfect day for me uh includes time with family friends some type of like active activity mm -hmm. you know playing ball or like yeah. doing riding bikes i'm good for your body something for your body yeah. something working out you know going to eat good food um going into like see an art gallery or like a show or something mm -hmm. um smoking yeah. Love to smoke. Yeah. Uh, weed, that is, not tobacco. Weed, not tobacco. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just, it's just hanging out with my friends and having fun. And yeah, that's it. I'm pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, you are a simple dude, but simple also dude. complex yeah. and logical. Yep. And definitely uh, a beast. You Thank know what you. I'm saying? Thank you. And um, I know you, I know I've, I've kind of been in the forefront whenever we do things because of the music thing. But uh, you by my side has really helped me overcome a lot of the fears I get when I do these things. That's right. I never had to do them alone. Yeah. You know, and even when you couldn't make it, I'm still like, I got to do this shit right because otherwise, you know, I can't let my man Goose look crazy out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I appreciate that. Man. Yeah. All right, man. Um, Before I let you go, bro, I just want to find out, you know, uh, if you could, you know, Whoever you think would be on this show that you'd like to see on this show. Yeah. Uh, but you got to help me get them on. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah, easy. Who's that? I got you. Um, Who would I who would I get you? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you got to get Mook on here for sure. I've been trying, but man. That's a, I mean, he, yeah, he, that, that'll be easy one. Yeah. 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 I got you with that okay, one. Okay, yeah. Let, but if I were to get you somebody. That's not Mook. That's not Mook. I could, I could go and I'll, I'll drag his ass in here. Yeah. Hmm. Who would I pick? Hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. Good question. It's a good question. I might have to drink to it. Yeah, I might have to drink to that one. Let's drink to it then. Yeah, let's do it. Let's drink to it. We definitely got to get, we got to get Mook in. I know I've talked to him and he's like, he feels he's not good enough or he's not, he doesn't have the he's stories. Got shit to say. It's like, bro, you got yeah. stories for days. He have more stories than I do. Like this dude, man, we could talk about so many things and, uh, so many things. I, and he's, he's improved so much in the last several years. Like if, if, 
if jack of all trades was a definition it'd be marcus harris 100 percent. 100 he'd do anything so help me get mook on the show that's easy money and then uh yeah now you know who i want to see you who interview you got to help me get him on though <laughs> I want to see you interview my man's Bob Fish, man. Say less. It's <laughs> Bob Fish. Say man, less. Out you, there in Portland. You got to help me get him. If, we, if you got to go out to Portland and do his job for a day. Oh, well, easy. So he can come out here. Because I talked to him and he's down. Yeah. But we got to get him busy. out here. Yeah. yeah, he's really busy. So whatever we got to do. If we yeah. got to go, if we got to fly to Portland <laughs> and do the show. Right. But I really need to get my man here. Yes. And no, for the, I, he's a big inspiration to, to us um, because of what he's doing out there in Portland. This is, this is who I'm talking about, Bob Fish. And the real name is David. Yep. He owns Jackie's. He owns Two, Two Wrongs, Wrongs. And he owns Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill. Yep. Three of the best bars, food and beverage restaurants in Portland. Uh, if you guys are in in the area you guys need to go check it out yeah literally the best when we were the out there best. in portland yes. i know you remember this story when we were in an uber um we didn't tell this guy anything about any of these bars we and we were like yo you know what's the best bars out here where's you know where's it popping yeah jackie's two wrongs it's like he named them he both. named them both right away and then our one uber who took us to jackie's yeah actually parked. turned off his fucking shit parked yeah. and hopped in the club with us exactly yeah so he was it was that popping that he wanted yeah. to stop his job and get in there yeah so fish david if you're listening to this come down to vegas yeah or we'll go out or to we'll come out to you we'll figure this shit out but you're coming. You're coming, man. All right. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to Talking About Practice. Again, it's a sports show that's not just a sports show, but where we so sit far. down and have conversations with compelling people. Uh, we didn't even get to talk about the Chiefs. We didn't. We didn't get to talk about the Chiefs. But you could throw it in there if you want. <laughs> we'll say, yeah, we'll save it for next time. We'll save it for Let's next say, time. Let's say, because I'm trying to gamble. I'm, I'm feeling kind of juicy right now. I'm trying to gamble. Do it. Uh, but uh, shouts to the Chiefs. They won their second Super Bowl. Yeah, or about their to go third, back to back. but second in the, in, the most, in the modern football era. And we're about to go back to back. I don't know about all that. <laughs> you know, so you got a young receiver crew. <laughs> you just lost your, you know, one of your best left tackles and, and paying extra for the dude from the Jags. Oh, um, you, sound, you, you sound scared. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't scared of shit, bro. <laughs> But yeah, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we love you, man. Thank you. I don't you even guys. know how to close the show. This is, this is the first episode. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but no, this is this is dope, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Keep going with this shit. Appreciate it. And I, I need to have you here more. So, yeah, man. Uh, this was fun. All right, guys. Peace. peace. We love you guys. See you next time. <laughs>